Yo, what's good, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Hear Me Out. Uh, this is Chris coming right back at you, and today I've got an episode for you where I'm going to be discussing everything that's been going on in this country in the last few days. I'm going to elaborate more on it. We're going to have a discussion type of thing. And also, I'm going to stop doing episode numbers just to clear that up. Uh, I kind of fucked up on the episode numbers last time. I said it was 15. I don't know which number it was. So give up on that. And also, before we hop into this episode, uh, I want to clear something up on my Instagram. Uh, I posted a video where some people took it the wrong way, what I meant to say. And pretty much, I recognize that not all cops are bad. I recognize that there are many good cops. And if I put any content out there, it's meant to highlight those who act out of line because people will say, hey, there's a few bad apples, but they'll never want to pay a close eye to those bad apples or just reprimand them, anything like that. They just want to brush it under the rug. And that's something that I think has been a big problem with generations past. And I just, I just can't watch that. And I don't advocate for any rioting, looting. I think peaceful protesting is the way to go. I think it's something that needs to be given more attention to. And, you know, on that note, I want to hand it off to a couple of my friends here who were great enough to be able to go to the Miami peaceful protest here. They went on I-95, went through downtown, and I think they have an interesting perspective to present. So, yo, y'all, hop in. Yeah, so basically... um, Introduce yourself, bro. Well, my... Real name is Brian Hernandez, and my artist name is HTR. And alongside me, I have my name is Marlon. Yeah, so we went to the Miami protest. Um, I want to say yesterday. No, the day before yesterday. Day before yesterday, May thirtieth. May thirtieth, and uh, we just had you know some crazy experiences, but Wait, nothing violent. What led you to go there? Just a. Basically, just we just we're good-hearted people, you know what I mean. Like, and we want to stand with people with good intentions, and we just wanted to for for their voices to be heard in times like these, in times like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like at the end of the day, like the point of this is we're all equal. Like, no one, no one single person is better than the next person or less than the next person. Like, everyone is equal, and that's something that. Um, people are still struggling with to this day yeah totally so yeah start hopping in on your experience tell me about yeah so when you got there i think a lot of people um could potentially be getting you know the protest wrong because people are focusing in on you know the rioters or people that are looting and the day that modern and i went there that did occur but that never occurred and any at any point where we were at especially when we were on the highway and i feel like it was portrayed like you know there's violence or like you know things that were occurring on the highway that just weren't happening people were literally in the cars in the highway either beeping you know going along with the protest or getting out of their cars recording and, and hopping along on the protest or um just literally parking their cars and and uh, walking with the people and you know taking a knee in protest of, of what happened to to George Floyd yeah like the first few hours like Brian said um, they were completely peaceful you know and and I think by the time we left that's when things started to get ugly and we I can't speak on that because we didn't experience that but when we were there it was definitely peaceful everybody was being cautious everybody was being you know seeing how other people would react um, there was also people that were that were in traffic that were joining in, you know, into like the protests as well. You know, everything was peaceful. I don't know what happened after that, you know, but 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 do you feel like in your experience after that, you know, I saw that online you were, you know, putting out stories and videos of this stuff, showing people, hey, like what's going on? Did you ever get any feedback from people? Did anyone give you any shit? Did they ever come at you with anything? Did they, you know? kind of like speak down on you for you know just peacefully protesting because they were lumping you with the, the looters most definitely but people didn't experience what me and brian experienced they only experienced what they they only saw what they saw on the news what were you told what was i told like what people said to me yeah well i know something that happened with brian what happened with i brian? had two experiences um one was good one was bad um one of the the bad experiences was someone told me that 
I was disgusting or what I was participating in was disgusting and I had to like literally break it down for this person I just basically said look I'm here because what's going on in the world right now specifically America at this like for this specific protest is that there's bad cops out there that are still racist and like the thing is that it's not just the cops it's the 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 system that that hires these cops like that's what's the problem and like i saw a tweet by anonymous and it was like yo we need like a complete overhaul of the system and i agree with that so much because yeah. there's so many fucked up people that are giving like um i think there i think there's a lot of people that they're given too many chances like yeah. in my opinion like for example the Derek chauvin i watched that he had 18 like incidents on his record and two were excessive force. And why is someone with 18 incidents on his record, why is he still, quote-unquote, policing? Because that's not policing. Why is he, quote-unquote, policing people? I think the Constitution is there, but I think we're, this country is running on a 275, 243, I think, actually, exact, 243-year-old document. Like, I get it. Why the fuck is it that we're not adapting the document to who is here today? That document was written when America was nothing, when America had no one, when America's story had not been written. We have not gone back and tried to, and, and in this case, it is necessary for us to go back and fundamentally change the words upon which this country was born on because words are very important and words are what this country will operate on. That's the, what the government will go on and they will not see things with a mind that is clear, with a mind that is rational. And I think with police officers, for example, there are good ones and they're following the rules and enforcing them as they need to be enforced, as they see. But then there's some that see blindly. They don't know what they're doing. They're, they're fucked up. And you know what? Those are the people that need to be accounted for. Those are the people that don't belong. You see, we're very quick in every other aspect of life to cast out those who don't belong, those who do not do well, those who don't. They don't fit in. They don't follow. But these people, they're allowed. That's anarchy that's going on there. And anybody that justifies what they did and justifies what any officer like that before has done, you're no different than that cop that was standing right in front trying to block exactly what was happening in that footage. And you can go fuck yourself. So y'all hop in on that. Well, one more thing I have to add. I saw this video last night. Of literally the same exact thing that happened, which was the co a cop putting their knee on someone that they're arresting. It was two cops. One was arresting the the dude, and then the other one had the knee on him. Then that cop took his the knee off the other office of the officer off of the the dude they were arresting, mm -hmm. and that cop that did that got um fired or, or like leave of absence or something like that. Yeah, get him the fuck out. Did Did you see? No, yes? no, no. The one that the one that did the good thing. The one that did the good thing got kicked out. Yeah, not the one that had the knee. What? The other one got kicked out. You gotta be kidding me. Nah. What, they were saying he was like obstructing or some shit like that? I don't That'd know. I just, be a... I just saw that he, he got kicked out. Yo, that's so she... stupid. And did you see that in Fort Lauderdale yesterday, there was this cop that was going up to protesters and they were he was egging them on to shove him. And he then went into a little crowd. Then there was a woman on her knees. And while yes. she's on her knees, he goes and he just slapped, like hits her head. And she falls <laughs> forward. And he just keeps going. And he gets pushed away. I'm like, yo, like, what are y'all doing? You know, we can, we, we can keep talking about it. We, we understand it. But I want to start, I want to keep shedding light on the experiences here. Most definitely, I agree with uh, that the system does need a reform. You know, it's we're running on a 200-year-old-plus document, you know. Then America has changed, like, drastically in those two, you know, centuries. And, um, and it needs to continue changing. And definitely, it needs to continue changing. Um, me, personally, I'm trying my best to not listen to like twitter anything's you know social media related because there's so many that it's draining at this point you know what i mean like i i was there i was there when i saw the peaceful protest i saw what i saw you know and, and at this point nothing else is valid to me you know what i mean in in terms of seeing you know the negativity the negativity side of it yeah totally chuck how you doing bro so we do have Chuck here, and we do have uh, Ali. Hello, here. hello. This is uh, Chuck, uh, formerly known as uh, Clark the Healer, but today it's just Chuck. Um, 
yeah so you know i've i've been seeing the protests um the rioting the looting online and you know it does hurt you know especially living in miami what i saw i saw a video on twitter um of them looting bayside and you know that's my home you feel me like everyone should everyone should kind of feel ashamed of themselves out there that they you know just sat there and they just saw you know our home being tarnished like that you know this is a place where you know we have family we have you know extended family we have friends that we care for and respect and love deeply and then we're gonna see people who pretty much they don't they don't give a fuck about anything else but themselves and they're gonna tarnish the places that we go to communicate to interact with each other and just pretty much shit on it i don't, I don't fuck with that you know and and for you like what what's your opinion on everything in general based on your experiences in this country and stuff like that you know these guys elaborated on stuff like that the way that they view these things like what 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 do you think can be done what what is there what, what what's been going on in your mind what's been brewing so you know what um after the whole george floyd incident you know it it honestly didn't surprise me you know this has been something that's been occurring for almost 50 years now. For more than 50. More than 50. Yeah, yeah. longer than that. Yeah. Um, but... It's ugly, man. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's ugly, and it's sad, you know, that we're still here, and we're still talking about this topic when this topic should have been, you know, done with but, a long time ago. But I think, Chuck, you have a unique perspective. You're both black, and you're Cuban. Mm -hmm. I think what what I want to get to is you have a different perspective from any one of us that are sitting here, and we have uh, a diverse circle of people here. But you live a life that's very different from that which we live. You have people who will assume you like who you are based on what you look like, and you come from two different sides of the fence. And you have one side of the fence. I know for me. Being a Hispanic person, there's a lot of racism in, in the mm. Hispanic community, especially the Cuban community. Yeah. And I find it very ironic. And I'm not speaking for all Cubans. I'm not generalizing for anyone that's going to go hop the conclusions because I know some of y'all love that shit. So you can go hop your conclusion. You can go jump off a cliff too. So I'm going to get back to it. There's a group of Cubans. I'm a Cuban person, so I can speak on this. I can't speak on other you know, circles of the Hispanic community, but I know specifically in the Cuban community. It's ironic to me how... They left their island to escape oppression, and they came here, and all they do is oppress people in this country, specifically black people. There's a lot of things going on within the Cuban community that is not spoken about, and I am a Hispanic person, and I am not racist. I have experienced racism myself, and I fucking hate it. And I'll tell you right now, like, I am sick and tired of things that Cuban people say the older generation specifically that their mind is stuck in like that saying that black people will infiltrate the race that it'll diminish the cuban side of things you can't take it away they look at people like they'll spit on them i fucking hate it i'm sick and tired of it i was raised in that culture and i hate it i was lucky enough to realize the twisted ways of that culture the twisted ways of those lives and I've also had to realize that not everybody is going to be able to see what I have seen and experience what I have experienced. And it's very sad that this just lives and people don't shed light on it. And I wish that people could realize that there's so much more to us than just what we look like or what we think we look like because perception is not everything. And Chuck, to go back to you, I think with that, I think is there something you want to talk about or anything? Yeah, I mean, I've had I've had my share of experiences. Um, you know, some that were very, you know, minuscule and then some that were, you know, pretty um they were pretty challenging, you know. They they really did, you know, have me questioning like is this a place where I want to even, you know, bring my children into where people, yeah. you know, you know, they say what they feel like is right, but you know, they don't really they don't really care about, you know, how others are going to take it, how others are going to react to it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'm just going to give you a small little example. Um, you know, uh, sometimes I'll do groceries for my family, you know, because I need to help out. 
And um, I remember one time I went to um, to my grocery store, and um, this cashier, very very old uh, Cuban lady, you know, um, she said something under her breath in Spanish, you know, and uh, she thought you didn't understand Spanish. She didn't, she didn't think I understood Spanish, but you know, I. You know, I was hurt in the moment, but you jokes know. on her though. You understood very well. Yeah. What, what did she say? Oh, I think she said something along the lines of "oh, another one," something like that. You know, something along the lines of "oh, another one." And how'd that make you feel? You know, I was I was kind of taken aback for a second, but you know, I you know I realized I can't change how she how she feels. I can't do anything about it. I can't be like, oh, you know, like, what the fuck was that? Like, why'd you say yeah. that to me? You know, it's it's going to be counterproductive, you know? And there's a saying that my grandma, um, she taught me it very young. And it goes, um, Calladito te veo más bonito, which means, you know, silence. Silence goes a long way, you know? Yeah. And I said to myself, you know, I'm going to refrain from, you know, commenting back on what she said. I'm going to get my groceries and then I'm going to just, you know, and I said to her in Spanish, I was like, have a great day. And then it was like a light switch. She she flipped. She's like, oh, you know Spanish? Oh, my God. Where are you from? Blah, blah, blah. And, you know, whatever. I had a quick little conversation with her. I was like, you know, I have to get on with my day. Thank you very much. Have a great day. And, and, and isn't it crazy? Like, I know in the Cuban community, there's something where, like, if you were to show up to someone's house and they had old-fashioned Cuban parents... And I'm sure you've probably experienced this. Oh, yeah, 100%. And, and you yeah. know that there's this double standard where if you were to come into this house, if you were strictly African-American, something like, I don't understand why this matters, but if you were African-American, they already look at you like the stack is decked against, the, the deck is stacked against you. Mm-hmm. And you already, you're like, they, they look down on you. But if they say, oh, but wait, he's Hispanic black. Oh, my God. They love you to death. Some a small thing that it, I I don't understand. Like that that's that's the dumbest thing that I've ever heard of. Yeah, um, you know what's crazy is that in my life most of the interactions I have with people they automatically assume one thing and already seem you know I guess kind of inferior to them, you know. And then they really get to know me. They really get to understand who I am. Talk about who you are. What have you done, bro? Well, um, what you just do? What's it? What's new in your life? So I actually just graduated from the University of Miami with a bachelor's degree, and um, there we go. Yeah, training, thank you. Um, and I'm going back in the fall to University of Miami to complete my master's and clap uh, that shit up again, bro. In strength and conditioning. So, um, you know, like I've done as much as I can to, you know, set myself up for a much brighter future. Yeah, um, hell yeah. To set my, you know, my family, my future family, my future kids up for a brighter future, you know. But, you know, no matter where you are in life, you're always going to experience, you know, racism and justice in some way, shape, or form. It's just the way that you react to it, the way that you handle yourself in that situation is what's going to, you know, either get you alive to walk to see another day or you're going to end up six feet under. 100%. Um, I have something to add to that. Yeah. Um, it stems back to what you said, Chris. Um, yeah. Racism stems from unfamiliarity. So, just like Chuck's story, you know, the Cuban lady thought she, you know, he was just a, a black man, but nah, Chuck's a Hispanic black man. And the moment she found that, she correlated it with herself, and she was like, "Oh, I'm familiar with this," you know. And that's what. And, I and nothing changed about him in that moment. Exactly. It wasn't like he snapped a finger and like he automatically just morphed into something else. And that just proves that racism is taught. You know, I just saw a video on Twitter that there was two kids. One was white and one was black and they just hugged each other. You know what I mean? So like it, it, it's it's so it's crazy how that became such a thing, you know, when we could all just become familiar with each other. You know, we could all just go and, and know more about each other. And it's possible. And it's possible. It all starts with with everyone. If everyone complies to it, you know what I mean. Like that's what we should be complying to, and not to say that we should not pay attention to laws. Like laws are put in place for a reason. But you know, that's a whole another story for another day. But one general law that we need to abide by is just treat everybody the same. And it sounds so like 
simple, so elementary, but, you know, there's a lot of people that miss that. Mm, a lot. Clearly, you know, you, you can have a motherfucker that's on his deathbed, 99 years old, he still ain't get that shit. He could die the next second, he still didn't get it, and he died not knowing shit. And it's sad. You know, like, and, and I, tr- I try to think about that kind of stuff, and one, one thing I kind of, like, go back to is, like, this conversation I had with Alec, my, my friend here, he's on the show here, he'll talk now, but he's, when, when I talk to him, he, he's actually the one that you know, helped put together this episode here. I've been trying to get him on this show for a while. And he's got a really interesting perspective on on life. And he's got an interesting story to tell. He's got interesting stories to tell. And, you know, I've been trying to get him for a while. And he hit me up yesterday. And he was like, hey, like, I'm ready to come on right now. And, and I knew right away. I'm like, you know what? Like, I, I've been wanting to get people on this show again. And I feel like, why not now? You know, this is th- this is the right time to, you know, give pe- I, I want to start giving people a voice and this is the most important thing here. So, you know, Alec, my brother. What's going on? Take it away, Chris, G. Thank you for having me on the show. I got you. Uh, what's going on today is extremely complex. There's no, and no pun intended, there's no black and white to it. There really is just, there's, it's a multi- dimensional, multi-facet, very complex issue that we have to deal with. But in order to deal with it, you have to understand a lot of what's going on. So number one is the racism, obviously. Like what that cop did to George Floyd, fucking unacceptable. Like if that was like of all the people that are sitting here in this room, like if that happened to one of you guys, no, I would want that man in a helicopter in a stray jacket with cement bricks around him and just thrown into the Mediterranean Ocean to and whatever Perish. happens yeah 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 because you know that's just that's the emotional part I hope of you got you dropped into a freaking pool of piranhas you know, but that's like the emotional part of you that just wants to like be like damn that's injustice you know like 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 how are you just going to let another human being do that to someone but you know when we talk about racism we have to first figure out where it comes from Racism, no matter how anyone wants to, to phrase it or look at it, starts in the household, right? And let me explain how that makes sense. So imagine your entire life, ever since the day you were born till, let's say, you li- let's say you're in your late 60s, early 70s. Your mom, your dad, your grandpa, your grandma, your aunts, your uncles, very close family members, the school system because you made friends with other people that grew up the same way as you all told you fuck honda fuck honda cars fuck honda cars and you never understood why you just knew that everyone just kept saying it fuck honda fuck honda so because you're when you're growing up you're a sponge what do you think you're gonna think about when you're growing up okay fuck honda you're so influenced by those people that are supposed to be giving you that experience that are supposed to be you know, the pallbearers for where you should be going and they're supposed to teach you the way, the way to live and prosper and live a peaceful life, you know? And yeah, I, I completely agree with you. Keep going, yeah, man. I love it. So imagine you're in your late 60s, early 70s. You're having a conversation with someone and, and cars comes up and Honda comes up and you just start saying, fuck Honda, fuck Honda, fuck Honda. And someone's going to be like, but why? why? Why do you feel that way? Because A, B, and C. Because X, Y, and Z. Okay. Let me ask you a question. Have you ever driven one? No, no, no. I don't need to. I already know everything I know about it. Really. You know everything you know about it. But you've never driven one. So, what type of experience are you telling me you've had with Honda when you've never driven one? It's a made-up one. It doesn't exist. And that's what racism is. That's it's why a I think, false preconceived notion. That's why I think racism is stupid. Because that, that's what happens. These people... And it doesn't have to be just white people. It's definitely people in all sorts of communities have just been taught to believe and and, and hold true to their chest. Uh, oh, our race is right here and everyone else is right here. And anyone that tries to tell you otherwise, fuck them, you know? And then when you go and have a conversation with someone, when you're talking to someone, let's say like you're a, a white man and you're talking to a black man and you're looking at this black man, you're not even listening to what he's saying because you're just like, you've been so trained and programmed to yeah. hate black people that you don't even recognize them as humans and that's the whole problem this is this is bigger than a race racism issue people this is bigger than racism it's hate 
Hate is what just fucking destroys us all. When you have hate for someone or anything, you're just, it's, it's so evil and it's so negative. And let me explain why. When you have hate in your heart for something, that means that that little part of you is just so far gone that you don't even recognize that you need to work on it anymore. You know, you're just so far gone and you're, on, you're off the deep end. How can you go and say that you love yourself truly, you know, and, and not be lying to anyone when you're saying that you hate this and you hate that? And then to mix into that, imagine if you're a religious person. How could you be religious and you go and tell me, but, oh, but, but, but fuck black people and you fuck this and that? You want to preach peace and unity. You know, you, know you, you can't just be nitpicking what you want from this and nitpicking what you want from that and then just fucking be virtue signaling everyone who isn't on your fucking page. No, that's not how life works. You need to have a core set of beliefs and values and on top of that no matter what you have to realize that racism is stupid you know why let's say i cut my arm right now let's say that everyone here cuts their arm by accident you know what comes out of us blood the same blood maybe genetically we're different and that's what actually makes us dip different but at the end of the day it's the same blood that we are fucking bleeding so this isn't an issue of white versus black or race versus race this has to be that we all got to come together as humans and be better people. And I'm not just talking about the the people that were protesting for justice. Also, the policism, like how Marlon was saying, that there is a massive problem with the police system. And maybe as a solution, maybe we need to hire like a third party investigation company to you know handle like internal affairs for like shit that goes on in there that is for the people not just like the police conducting internal affairs you know maybe like the people can like you know they can make some sort of organization that way like they can they can keep the police in check you know we can't just be out here assuming that the police always have our back you know and that's not to say that every cop is like that you know for all you people out there that think that every single cop is like that not every cop joined just to because they're racist or not every cop joined just to be power hungry they joined because they thought of it was bigger than themselves. But once they got into the system and they saw how it worked and they and they were like, fuck, like, like what am I going to do? Some people left and then some people just adapted to what they were given, bro. It's the same way how racism works. Mm-hmm. You adapt to what you're given, you know? And if all you're given is hate, 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 mm-hmm. hate, that's, how, that's what you're going to give out to the world. Bunch of hate. But but here's the thing. We can't be focusing on that man because whether whether or not he has our backs, that shouldn't matter, well, bro. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm like, leaning. I'm, I'm leaning like, like, we have... We need to have our backs. Yeah, exactly. We yeah. have so much power here that, that 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 we can actually control you know like number one thing we can do we can go and vote you know and i'm not talking about the presidential i'm talking about for all these different locally yeah these these local elections that yes. happen for people that are running for different offices here in parts of our government not yeah. just like in florida like in all different states like that's how we can make change and even, and let's say for instance because you know you have to look at both sides of things. Let's say someone says, oh, but everyone in the government and that tries to do that is corrupt because they're trying to fight for X, Y, and Z and it's not for you. And it's like, all right, well, if everyone is so corrupt, then you got to find someone that aligns as closely as they can to you. Because look, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter who is, is going to be there for you and, and, and who's going to look out for you. You got to look out for you. You know why? Because at the end of the day, we all die. I'm going to die the same way that everyone in this room is going to die. You know, maybe not in the same fashion, but we're all going to die. So if we all know that, then what are we doing wasting time putting fucking labels on everything? You know, I don't understand why we have to label everything black, white, Latino, Asian. You know, if we're all human, then we're all human, man. Like the label. Yeah. Fuck the label. Straight up, man. Like it's just labels should not exist anymore. They, They exist because the government it's easier for the government to control us and identify us because they'll actually be able to like locate us based on like everything we, we fill out on forms and shit you know and plus they have they have our picture so you know it's easier for them to just go and like like identify and and group us you know and they don't care if we go and revolt against each other it's not their it's not their job to want to go and unify the people they say it's United yeah. States but I don't feel like that right now you know like how, how how can I feel like that when people are destroying my own community, man? Like yeah, I mean I don't even feel safe me like walking out of my house sometimes, like, and I shouldn't feel that way. Yeah, no I one should feel comfortable. Should feel, no one yeah, should. Yeah, a hundred percent. You know, like people should go about their day, you know, thinking, yeah, I'm gonna get home safe. 
everything's gonna be fine. I'm gonna be able to get home safe, see my wife, my kids, my dog, my cat, whatever. And you know, once people start feeling like it's not safe to even go out, even to the to a store to buy something, it's not safe. There needs to be something that's you know changed. There has yeah. to be a change. There has to. People yeah. need to start feeling you know comfortable again. People need to start feeling safe. And you're going to see that things will change once, you know, people feel safe, essentially. Yeah. yeah. So I, I completely agree with you, man. And like before you uh, started talking out, like I, what I was trying to get to was in that speech. Yeah, clearly I don't like the person, but I had a point. My point was in that speech, there was so much made of the rioters and, and all these things. And yeah, peaceful protesters were recognized but very briefly as if nothing but the thing is there was nothing ever said about police reform and i understand that we cannot depend on one person and we should not but it's the system that we're playing by and clearly we want to get to a different place but it needs to start somewhere and we need to be able to do what we can with what we have so i completely agree with you i hate labels i i hate every bit of it i hate how there's this power structure that's built and people they they feed off of that they thrive off of that while people writhe in pain off of that it's it's terrible and i I think if anything there should be something where the the leader of the country should feel it in his heart but i guess he does not you know it's something you have to expect and accept really i was about to twist my words but um in both ways and I, i i just I, I want the reason I bring it up is because I want people to start thinking for themselves. I want people to challenge themselves to think, hey, like I cannot be just depending on this one person who I don't even agree with. There, there's no, there's no need for that. What we can do is because we have the right. If there's one thing that document we were talking about got right, it's that we have the ability to go out and speak as we please, and we have the right to a peaceful assembly, as they say. I learned that you know years ago, and it's been reinforced over and over again and i think we need to together work to find a way and i don't know what that way is but i want it yeah and it's not just together as whites blacks latinos it's like nah it's it's as humans like we got to come together as humans because like i said like we all bleed the same blood and who's to say i'm better than nobody and nobody's better than me we're all equal if you look at it like that then there's no way that that we, we can even go wrong from there. Yeah, you know, we we all have the capabilities and the abilities to do so many amazing things, but yet we let labels destroy us. Oh, black, white, Latino. Dude, who the fuck cares? Yeah. Who the f- like, like 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 truly, you know? And it's so I I personally it, don't. It, it's so hard to like understand this if you didn't grow up in that like that way. You mm-hmm. know, like for instance, if you grew up racist, it's so hard for a racist to like really understand and accept it from. no no and accept the fact that they are racist no no and not only that except the fact that they're wrong you yeah know? like because because 100 because you know it's just it's been instilled in them for years and years and years and years i mean dude literally like imagine trying to convince someone for 50 i mean first of all i haven't even been alive for even half that time imagine someone's 50 years old and they've believed the same thing they've believed since literally they they can remember it's memories i've had those conversations yeah. with and, those people and, and, and what what are you supposed to do? You know, like you're beating a dead horse, man. Of course, like, you, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make him drink. You can give him all. You can give someone all the facts that they want, and someone will. And every time someone will, will go and tell you, you ask them, why do you not like, let's say, black people? Why do you not like these people? Oh, because I feel this, because of that, because it's never facts. They're never giving me facts that I can just look up on Google and and be like, oh yeah, he's so like no. It's all based on what mom and dad have told them, or grandma and grandpa have told them, aunts, uncles cousins family members all these people have just been feeding into them for years and years and years you know and racism is just one part of it because if we dive deeper into this that's how humans are yeah it's not just racism that we feel this way about it's everything we feel this way about i mean think about how many things that that were ingrained in you since uh, like a little 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 person you know and I, i was talking to you guys about it earlier and this is something that's like crippling not only our country but the world and this is why labels need to be removed people have attachments to their cultural identity and what do i mean by that i mean let's say you grew up a black man right 
you're tw you're let's say 30 years old your whole life you've seen people get arrested maybe close people people close to you have been killed maybe people have been uh, have had injustice done onto them and not only that people have been telling you fuck these people fuck that that person fuck this fuck that fuck this fuck that and you just grow up being that you know just the fuck everything type of guy you know i like 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 like, like i gotta stand with my people i gotta stand with my people well what what that person doesn't understand is that yes we're all with you just because i'm not your color doesn't mean i'm not with you i'm with you 100 percent. but the problem is that you want to make it about labels you want to say that oh look the asian man is, is is with me the white man's with me it's like nah bro another human is with you that sees you at the same level I look at everyone as humans. I don't look at you as black. I don't look at you as white. That's why we mm -hmm. should be looking at people as, Most as, definitely. as as humans, you know, because then we can eliminate racism. Like race, like I was explaining earlier, is all part of the government's way to identify and fucking keep us in groups, you know? And it's been like that for a while. Like the whole system, it, it, America yeah. is built off racism. Yeah, and yet no one's talking about this. No one's talking, you know why? Because two people are too busy in quarantine figuring out how many fucking likes they're gonna get on their next picture. People are too fucking busy posting That's stories of every fucking seven minutes about their food that no one cares that they're eating. So that's why it begins with the whole system reform. You know, like we're yeah. like, once again, we're, we're going on a 200 plus year document. Times have changed. Yeah. It needs to be rewritten. And, and, and not only rewritten, we as human beings, we need to just change it ourselves, you know? Whether that comes from actually uh, writing and putting bills into legislation and, and putting it into America or just in like enacting this as human beings, you know? You know what we can do? The What is it, five of us? You know what we can do, the five of us right here? We can literally, when we go home today, we can go and try to educate our own family and be like, hey, I know what's going on out there and I know that like you have your version of it, but I wanna just let you know that like no matter what, we got like, I don't care how you've ever looked at people, we gotta look at everyone the same, you know? And all we saw when, when George Floyd got killed was that it was another human getting killed. Exactly. You know? If you wanna go and say, oh, another black man got killed, it's like, yeah, then it's always gonna be black versus whatever. And that's that's a problem. We can't be doing that anymore. It's got to be another human, another one of us got killed by another one of us, and that's yeah. unacceptable. I, man. I I do think though that's that's something that we have to work toward. I think right now we still have people who do see it that way. So unfortunately, oh of course, we, we, we something needs to be done. That that's what we need to work toward. One hundred percent. I hate, yeah. I hate it. Like I I I'm just speechless with it. I do believe that our generation is going to be the one that kickstarts off that. Yeah. And, and you know what? Like I was talking with my parents a few days ago, and I had this conversation with them about the media and the way that, you know, growing up, the way that even the media can in influence and infiltrate your mind. Because think about it. Like, let's say you're born in 1960. When you're born in 1960, you grow up. Let's say you're born in 60. You grow up to 70. Growing up, the news is getting delivered to you by people born in the 30s and 40s. You move to the 70s. You got people from late 40s early 50s starting to live you the news and it just goes so on and so forth you can do the math and it gets it today so the agenda we're getting today is the agenda of the prior the prior year the prior generation and we're not getting the voice that is present today because for too long too many people say you're too young you don't know shit for too long it's eh, it's all good i know better but you know what the thing is what if the way we see things what if it's you know you're, you're gonna tell us we're so innocent what if that's the purest way to see it because everyone always says kids for example they see the world in the purest way we see the world we're walking into it and we're going what the fuck is happening and if we were to move on with our lives and we listen to those people we'll just start to accept that pathetic warped reality for what it is and we'll start to just be complacent with it and accept it for what it is but just accepting that reality does nothing it's a matter of understanding that we have the ability to alter reality you see we're like i said in every episode basically we're in a floating ball in space and we don't know how the fuck we ended up here so because of that we don't know what's next we don't know how we ended up here i don't care what religion you are we don't know for sure how we ended up here and why why are we trying to judge each other why why can't we all just understand we all don't know how we're here why we're here or how long we're here for why can't we 
understand that there there needs to be a different way to do it and we can get to the right way if people are able to speak up and feel comfortable doing so i do agree with you what you said um parents are supposed to teach their kids better but i haven't never i haven't seen that you know yeah, you don't. I haven't seen that. The parents just they're they're complacent, so they give off their complacency to us. Yeah, yeah, and it's 100%. and then it's our job when we see something bad, like damn, this is really fucked up. We, you know, let's make let's make something happen, you know, and that's how we how that's how we should raise our generation should raise our kids and yeah to do better. And and doesn't it get to you when people say, oh, like you know, it'll just keep happening, it'll keep happening, and. No, Un- make a change. Yeah, exactly. Do something. Like, like <laughs> it, 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 it bothers me that already, you know, 10 years before, they say 10 years, 10 years ahead of the fact, they're already resigned to that reality. And that reality hasn't even become reality. It's still something that can be worked toward avoiding. And it, it's sad that it even has to get to that point, but it's what needs to be done. I we mean, can't just be resigned to I that. I mean, you know what's sad? Is that we all die in the end. But yet, but yeah. you know, but yet no one's talking about it because everyone thinks that that, oh, I want to fight for this and We that. try to cover it up. Everyone's Window just, dressing. Everyone, like I was telling you guys, everyone's just tomorrow. You know what's funny about tomorrow? You have you have no idea if it's going to come out. Right now, while I'm saying this, while anyone who's listening to this is, is hearing me speak, I, I could be dead. My, my heart could just stop beating, and I know that's so morbid and so sad to look at, but when you look but at you it from, it from a different... But you have to look at it from a different perspective. It's like, it, it almost... Death gives you life. Fear of death fear of life you have to remember that guys fear of death and for anyone listening fear of death fear of life if you're afraid to die you're always gonna be afraid to live 100 percent. you know why because let's say you go and tell me right now oh i want to be a, a fucking a, a painter let's say and i say okay what's stopping you from being a painter oh well they don't make a lot of money and i'm like why does money matter oh well you know because i gotta feed myself my family you know this and that and i'm like all right so why don't you just go and do it? And then maybe, you know, I know that you want to live up here with Drake, with Quavo, with all these people, but you're, that's not going to happen. And maybe not right now it's going to happen, but maybe in the future. No, nah, no, nah, I can't do that. I can't take that risk. Why? And every time you ask someone that, and it doesn't matter what subject it is or, 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 or what they're talking about, it always leads to the same thing because I'm afraid to die. They're either afraid to die or they're afraid to die alone. Except and I'm, the reality. And, and I'm here to tell you, everyone that's listening, listen, unfortunately... We're the only fucking animals on this planet that know what our end goal is. What the, we're all mortals. We're going to die at the end of the day. But guess what? It, that Knowing that gives me so much life. Why? Because it motivates me to want to grind as hard as I can to not only do, do it in like my career and, and, and to enhance my mind, but I also I, like, I just want to be better for other people and I want to show other people that they can do it too you know how come mm-hmm. there's black CEOs how come there's Asian CEOs how come there's fucking women CEOs like you know why because all that all that label shit doesn't matter anyone can make it to anything the problem is is that we're too caught up in the bullshit we really are and it's the same thing that's going on right now we're caught up in the if you're not on my side then fuck you no fuck you if you're not on my side and it's like yo we're feeding hate with hate and you know what happens when you feed hate with hate nothing nothing happens can't fight fire with fire yeah you know you know like like no it's not even fire with fire it's fire and you're just throwing gasoline kerosene yeah it, 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 it it's so stupid you know look if you want to make a change you can find ways to go make changes. If you want to do peaceful protests, that's one way. People think it was the only way. I, I love these people that were talking about, oh, I, I think if you're not here, then, then we see you on social media. We see you being silent. I see you. I'm taking note of your silence. It's like, dude, I'm, I'm just as pissed as you are. Because you go and did that, I commend you. You know, like you're taking a step in the right no direction. That, that's, that's amazing. That's selfish you know? to hate and, for and, that. And that's, and that's one avenue of being able to do it. You know, another avenue, like I was telling you guys, it starts in the household. You go and you, and you explain to your family how you feel that that, that we got to start living better. And no matter what, you got to keep them in check. The way that your parents kept you in check when we were growing up, now it's not your time to keep them in check because you realize that their ideas and their values, some of them may be fucked up, and it's time for you to like really get them to be at peace with all the bad shit that they were experiencing throughout their life and what they think about life and what they think about other people because you don't want them to go and pass and they were just filled with hate and filled with anger and disgust for this and that. No, you want them to be comfortable with at least not only who they are, but who they were able to 
be associated with alongside them. You know, you you want I want everybody around me to eat. I don't give a fuck what color you are. I don't. As long as everybody's eating, that's all I give a fuck about. You know, that's family to me. You know, I don't I don't want anyone to go and suffer. But when you go and you have your ideals and, and you start saying I hate this, I hate that, I hate this, I, you know, fuck you and this and that, you're defeating the purpose of everything. You know, if we're all supposed to be coming together, then why are you saying, telling anyone fuck you? You know, if we're all supposed to be together, you can't be telling anyone fuck you. If they want to join your side, let them join. You know, they you know, I saw videos of cops joining in with the people that were protesting yesterday, and there was literally people saying. Fuck that, you know, fuck 12, fuck 12. Why? Yeah, yeah, don't you know, yeah, yeah, it's like, dude, they actually decided we are in the system and we don't like it. They're trying We're to distinguish themselves. You. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're, they're like having the same realization. And guess what? Let's flip perspectives because everything in life is about perspective. Let's say you were a cop, right? And like I said, let's say you spent 50, 60 years being racist, you know? And not only are you racist, now you've got a gun and you can shoot people and you can kill people. You know, and you know that how you feel about certain people of color. You know, how do you go and convince someone like, like that, who who has all that power, to not be racist? You have to teach them through education. You have to show them it's possible. Let me tell you guys a story, and I can link all of you guys this video so you can see. There's a man out there, black man named Daryl Davis. Mm-hmm. Daryl Davis converted over 200 people in the KKK to to quit the KKK, and and and, and change their ways completely. Without protesting, without violence, he literally did the one thing that no one has the balls to do. He went into the enemy, quote-unquote, territory, and he had conversations with all these people to the point where he says that one of, them, one of those guys is now his best friend and that that guy thanks him for saving his life. 200 people converted from the KKK. Which so, should be a terrorist organization. 200 people, but yet we're here destroying our community? How come, how come that black man can go and do that? How come that man can mm-hmm. go and do that? But yeah, we can't go and, and, and find other ways. He did it all by himself. 200 fucking... He made them give them their robes. You can look this up. Daryl, Look at the, 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 the interview with Daryl Davis and Joe Rogan. Them talking about it. And it's so powerful. So if one man can do that, when we but yeah, when we come united, look, look what's going on. You know? How can we, we can't figure it out. You know why? Because everyone's using the emotions. Everyone's super emotional right now. They're just out- outraged. They're livid. It's like, it's, it's, it's like finding out you just got cheated on. You don't even know what to do. You're, you're, you're so fucked up in the head from the fact that you got cheated on. You don't even know what your next move is. And you're just acting as if you know, but you don't. And that's what's going on right now. People are feeling like they got cheated on. You know? Like, fuck this. Fuck that. Like, I, I can't believe this. Whatever. Stay calculated and, in your moves. I mean, yeah, you know, not only that, it's just fucking, what is this? Uh, yeah, interesting stuff. All right, continue, but continue. Yeah, anyway, it, so, at, yeah, at the end of the day, like I said, if that man can go and do it, why can't we figure out ways? You know, we can do it. We really can. We, if we put our minds to it, we can do it, but we can't be thinking with the heart because the heart sometimes leads us in the wrong direction, you know? I know that, that, that people, especially people of color, want to go and fight to be included, you know, and, and, and feel like they're at the same level as, as every other race. But I think that once they get what they want, that we gotta remove labels. And you know what removing labels means? That your 300, 400 year, uh, year history of you being uh, saddened by slavery and oppression and depression from, the, from white people needs to leave. It needs to leave because if you hold on to that, it's like holding on to an ex-boyfriend that you know cheated on you, you know? And you'll never let that go and you'll always just take that with you. And every other boyfriend you have, you're always going to have that in your heart and it's going to fuck up every relationship you have. And it's the same shit. We got to let that go. That was a part of history. And you know what's funny about history is that everyone that, that we ever learned in history all died the same way that we're going to die. So we need to let shit go. We got to let go of labels too. I'm telling you, we need to be better thinkers mm-hmm. we feel too much that's why people say that we're soft because we, we feel too much in in, in this society we're, we're, we're so just uh, like like it, it's just it, but 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 i feel like that mentality also then forces people to go to a different extreme where they feel like they're pressured to not, not feel because I've, I've been there before like myself where yeah but who's pressuring you to feel the thing is at the time it was voices in my head that weren't even like present right there physically but it was 
the illusion of society that was putting this thing in my head where every move I made, it was as if, if anyone's watched Iron Man, it's just like you have like that setup in your head where it's calculating the risk of everything. That my brain was seeing everything from a lens of, okay, will this lead to this person to say this, think this, think that. Oh, yeah. That. Well, and, 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 and it fucks with you. So for me, it was important for me to go from someone who, yeah, like I, I, I could say I was way out there with like, you know, expressing, expressing, expressing all this stuff. And then I went all the way back. But then it's a matter of finding that, that perfect balance where you can express yourself and be yourself fully. And when you're able to do that, you're able to rationalize then both extremes. Yeah, no, I, I definitely understand and I align with what you're saying. And to add on to that, it's, it's, you know, as I was saying to you guys earlier, you know, the number one thing why it's so hard to detach from your cultural identity and to just look at yourself as human and not just a black man, a white man, a Latino man, you know, whatever, is because of the ego. The ego is the real enemy in all this. And I'll tell you why. I mean, the ego is what drives us every day when we wake up and we're looking about what clothes to wear. You know why a lot of us choose what clothes to wear? Because we're thinking about what other people are going to say if, if we were to or wear something goofy, it's, it's, you know? And then guess what that is? The like, ego. Oh, do I look fat? Yeah, look yeah fat? It's, it's like, ooh, nah, I don't want to wear this, you know? Some, someone, someone might call me out, you know? Someone might think I'm whack, you know, whatever. It's the ego. Or I'm wearing the same know? outfit, yeah, yeah, like women. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it's, it's the ego, man. The ego is is so terrible, you know? And I've, I've written a lot about the ego. I've had very profound experiences in the past about the ego. And what I've learned from the ego is that it's not your friend. It's the little guy inside your head that, that says... Listen, man, I understand that uh, you're trying to be a good person, but wouldn't it be nice if you just weren't? Wouldn't it be nice if you, if you could just really do your own thing? And even though you're doing your own thing, it tries to convince you that that's not the way, that, you, that you're, you're following someone, something else that's not you, you know? And then you just start to really, un, like, like, really feel like, damn. What's really going on? Like, like, is there something like coming at me? And it, I'm not talking about ego as in the sense of, of, oh, well, I'm better than you. It's ego as in like, like the ego. All, all it cares about is survival, and it cares about the validation, and it cares about all pleasure. It cares about all these things that don't matter because at the end of the day we die, you know. But yeah, it wants it wants to keep telling you that it matters. It tells you survival is necessary. It tells you that this is necessary. This is necessary. Really, it's necessary. So then, if it's so necessary. How come I don't leave with my ego, you know? How come I even know what it is if it's so necessary? If it's so necessary, I, I, it, it should just be me, mm-hmm. you know? But it's not. It's, it's, it's another version of you that's just trying to destroy everything that you've built and everything that, that like, you've just worked so hard mentally to put your, your mind towards, you know? And I've, I, I've written it down, and one of the things I wrote when I was having one of these profound experiences is that it will make you incredibly more powerful. Once you kill the fear of death, the only other fear, the real true hidden fear, is the fear of living. Because if you live the way you wanted, you would be scared to lose it all because you fear having nothing. Because in this society, having nothing equals being nothing. But when you truly put the ego aside and see how, how incredible it is to not always satisfy your ego and this image you've created for yourself and being able to be wrong and okay with it, then who the fuck cares? You can't control anything because in the end of the day, what the fuck does it matter? You know, you can only control what you can control. And at the end of the day, th- there's so many things that we can't control that we think we do. Like race, know? we can't control that. Nobody yeah. can. Yeah, we, we, we can't. Like, like, like uh, how the fuck can I control the, the color of my skin? And yet you're going to think that I'm below you. It's like, dude, didn't we all come from a woman? Didn't we all grow up and, and we're become, all born the same we yeah, all came out of the yeah. same but but, but but yeah this is a race issue that's what I'm saying how is this a race issue exactly it's not it's, it's deeper than that and that's what people are missing it's a hate issue it's a hate and, and you have to absolve the hate we have to eliminate the hate and I know that what I'm about to say is it's very hard for a lot of people and especially people of color to understand this because of how oppressed they felt but it's about having compassion and love for others and let me explain in what way if everything I'm telling you guys is opening your eyes and you're like, damn, I feel like a new person. I feel good. I feel like, like like we've learned something today. And you're talking to someone who's super ignorant and whatever. 
you have to have compassion towards that person because they literally don't know what what, what you know. Mm-hmm. They don't experience what you experience. We all experience yeah. different realities, but within one giant reality. And 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 it's like, especially from these experiences that I've had. You know, if anyone, I used to be someone that was like very like aggressive, and I would just, you know, you guys know, like I just love to talk, and I'm, that's what I'm doing right now. But like I used to just want to talk. For like aggressive reasons, you know, to always be right and wrong. And at the end you of the day, you argued for sport. Yeah, like it was just like it's so fucking retarded. Because at the end of the day, like 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 nothing matters, you know. Life is what you make it. At the end of the day, for real. And I don't mean that as a cliche little fucking from the notebook and shit. Like no, this is real life. Like life is truly what you make it. Yes, the only reason people are afraid of anything is because they're afraid to die. Like I was telling Chuck earlier, if Chuck tells me right now, I want to be a rapper, and you and you've have it deep, deep, deep in your brain ingrained that you have no fear of death, that you know you're going to die and that you've accepted it, then who cares if you're homeless? Straight up. That's what you're afraid of. You're afraid of being homeless. You're afraid of someone walking out their house looking at you and be like, damn, that's more than like, yikes, you know? You're afraid of that. Like, like you're afraid of, of people, you know, fucking being like, oh shit, look at this guy, you know, when they walk back, when they walk past you, you're afraid of, of even taking money from people because your pride won't let you because you don't want to be that person, you know? But at the end of the day, if we're going to die, then do what you got to do, man. As long as, as long as you satisfy what you want to satisfy, that's all that matters. And as long as it's a good thing, my bad, mm-hmm. it could show up. No, 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 definitely. No, I, 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 I definitely 100% agree. I'm not, I'm not, if, if what you want to be in life is a fucking heroin addict, I mean, my God, you know, I don't know who's uh, going to... Yeah, I, you're I, not going I, on the right I, path I, there, buddy. I, I don't know who's going to join you on that, but, you know, good <laughs> luck, like, you know, I would love to for you to not do that because your life is worth more than that, but it, it's so, it's so crazy, man. So look, given everything I've said, right, about life and like how... We know the ego destroys us and how racism destroys us. Yeah. Imagine if you're a police officer and and you you're ego driven and you're driven by racism. It's so hard to to really see life from that person's shoes. Yes, po- there are cops that are bad. Yes, the system is extremely fucked up. We all see it and we all know it and we want change, but change comes from within. You can't. I can't go and just change the system without the people agreeing. Yeah, I can. I can make it. everyone in this in this planet realize everything I'm saying is true. But whether you change or not is up to you. That's up to the individual. The individual wants to go and change his ways and his beliefs and his attitudes towards life and and, and, and how how to live life and how to live to embrace others. Then he will do it. And if they don't, then they don't. What am I supposed to do if they don't? Like I literally can't do anything. Not one thing I can do. I'm not. And, and, and I'm not saying that. There should be ways to go and try to force people because no one should be forced to do anything. If you don't feel it in your heart to change the way that you feel about something, then then don't. Like I can't go and convince you. However, if it is wrong, and we all know that racism is wrong because it is just stupid. Because if I've pointed out that racism shouldn't exist, then racism is stupid. Then yeah, like you're wrong, and you have to be willing to just fucking be like, all right, I'll take that on the chin, I'm wrong, and I'm ready to be a better person, you know? And even though I have been racist, like, I don't want to die racist. I don't want to be this person when, when I'm growing old, you know? I don't I don't want people to know me as that. You know, that's so much hate and negativity and negative emotions that are, are, are associated with that, and it's, it's just, you know, at the end of the day, people, you got to do what's best for you, you know? I'm saying all this, like, in a community aspect, but when it boils down to it, you have to do what's best for you, you know? You have to do his best for you. And you have to do and, your part. And, yeah. I mean, you know, that, that that's definitely a part of do what's best for mm-hmm. you. But as far as, you know, how can you go make a change? Number one, before all, it's actually like step zero, is understand that you will die and you need to change a, a lot about yourself. Because right now, everyone is just, it's like robots, just going in with this pre-programming that mom, dad, brother, sister... Uh, aunts, uncles have all just taught you for years and years and years. And like I said, not about racism. It's about everything. Yeah. Everything. It, 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 we're robots, you know? You have to break the programming because you actually have to have real beliefs. Think not just yourself. Not just parents' beliefs. Not just beliefs that, that, that my cousins have, my aunts have, my uncles yeah. have. My beliefs, and, you know? And, you, <laughs> sorry to interrupt. Like, and there can be beliefs that your family has that you agree with that are right, you know? And it's like being able to understand that you are your own person. I think at a certain age, like, you need to understand. You need to realize that you have your own voice, and you're more powerful than you may be led to believe. You know, there's so much more outside of the structure that that you've been placed inside of, and sometimes there's some hesitancy to leave that that comfort, that 
that stage in your life and to want to have to depend on someone for for help for guidance but i think at a certain point like we have this inner compass that we just can't help but deny sometimes out of fear and i think we need to start allowing ourselves to be guided according accordingly and it needs to come from a good place i think it comes it goes back to what we were talking about earlier which was um unfamiliarity like people are so like used to being familiar with something and they're afraid of changing or like they're afraid of um going into the unknown mm-hmm. and like the only way like you can grow as a person is walking to the unknown i mean the number one thing that we all got to remember as humans also is that we are all born to lose but built to win and we can do it for for real we were all born to lose but built to win Gee. you know we were born to lose because of the of the systems that are in place in society so, fuck society society has these ideals for what they think you should be and if you don't agree with them and and, and you don't follow this and that then you're outcasted then you're an outcast and it's like dude like why would why if I don't agree with everything society's saying, why would I even want to be a part of that? You know, I'm just gonna do my own thing, stay in my own lane, and and just level up to the best of my abilities. Because at the end of the day, like I said, if you're gonna die, it's only you that's gonna die. It's not like you're dying with with, with all these things with your PS4 and your car and and, and, and your fucking Roly and and this and that. You're not dying with all that. I'm sorry. None like, of that matters. Someone else will take it. Yeah, yeah. Like no one is gonna care about any of that stuff. You know, like. It, all that matters is, is, is what you did. And it, sh- it shouldn't even matter to me what you did. It has to matter yeah. to you what and, you did. And to me, though, I think the most valuable thing, the most valuable currency is, like, how you impact other people's lives. Because to me, the most lasting impact is more in what you did for people's lives. So you mentioned cars. Like, what if I had a fucking Rolls Royce? Like, I fucking die. That Rolls Royce goes to someone else. Or what if that Rolls Royce gets totaled the next day when my fucking, I don't know, little, pe- you know, little dipshit cousin goes out and drives it? I don't know. And what if my car is just wrecked? And then what? But what if that cousin, obviously I hope I would hope that he's safe. What if that cousin, I was able to impact his life before I passed? And what if I was able to change the way and, and maybe even help evolve the way that he viewed the world? I think that is a more lasting impact because then that means that car would have a shelf life of maybe, you know, a few more years in the grand scheme of things. But that kid, let's say he's 15, 16 years old, he still presumably would have so many more years to live, about 60 to 70 more years to live and continue to evolve and pass on what you have passed on in the hopes to better future generations. And you may not realize it ever because, you know, when we die, we can't see what happens afterwards. But you can just, you know, go peacefully knowing that you did what you could and you have to hope that you were able to set others up to be able to go out and enable and enact change. Yeah, change is important, man. I mean, like we're like we can't be living in the same systems we always have because even as people we change. Like, and I'm not just talking about like like the human race. Like like individually we change. You know, if you've gone through something profound, like you may not, you may no longer just assimilate with with all these ideals that society had. Or that, that like where you thought you were in the world, like you might just be a completely different person, which means that you think that shit needs to change, you know? And I think with, with all this recent controversy with the way that, that was the, the death of George Floyd was handled, it's it, it's it's calling for change, you know? But like I said, change comes from within. Individually, you have to you have to change yourself and be willing to accept that you first of all, if you're if you've been subjected to injustice you've been the subject of hate from another person like i said you have to show compassion you have to be willing to forgive them because they literally have zero idea what the fuck they are saying you know the only reason people get triggered is because they let it get to them there was a quote by i forgot who that says um don't feel harmed and you won't be and meaning that you choose whether you get harmed or not by words you get me? If someone calls me a fucking this or that, I mean, how I react to it, it that's my choice. But if, but if someone, like, if someone were to call me that right now, I would just, I would literally tell them to their face, like, I feel so bad that, like, that even came out of you. Like, where did that come from? That came from some crazy part of your brain and your heart that, like, I don't even, I've never even, like, 
witness. So you, that's why I feel bad because it's like, damn, I don't even have that inside me to like feel that. That's why I'm saying you have to be willing to forgive others, be compassionate towards others, show love towards others, you know, no matter what. Even if the motherfucker's hating on you, you know, you just got to wish the best for them because you, you hope that that person will figure it out. Because if you got to figure it out and you have self-love and you, and you love yourself to the point where nothing can break you, then you got to wish that same feeling for everyone else. Because that's what everyone should feel. Control what you, you can know? control. I don't I, like. I never want someone to just hate themselves and hate themselves and hate themselves. Because mm -hmm. like you know, I'm, and I'm gonna be real with you guys here. Like when my dad passed away, dude, I was just so not there. You know, I was I was definitely the same person, but just mentally not there. You know, I was just wondering why, why, why. You know, he passed away at 60, but yet his dad outlived him. My grandpa's in his 90s, and you're just you're wondering how could that happen. How, how, you know, that's not how uh, that, that's not the story that's, that it's been painted. That, that's you know? not that's not the order of life that I've seen in movies. That's not the order of life that I've seen it, like just living. And you start to think about it, and I just got real lost and depressed, and and I just I, I was so I was uh I guess the word is like confused, you know, more than anything. And then you know when I had these profound experiences, I was able just to cope with it better. But not only that. I understood what I needed to do as a person to move on. It's not just me moving on from that one event. It's me moving on from who I used to be, you know? And I completely radicalized and changed who I was. And now I have happiness. I have self-worth of myself. I have self-love. And if any motherfucker ever came to me and wanted to say some shit to me, to my face, back then, I would have thrown hands. And I would have been like, dude, I don't know who you think you are, but because you're challenging my ego and my pride, like, you know? Uh, we're gonna throw hands, but guess what? I don't feel like that anymore. Now some motherfucker said some shit to me, same the same thing I just said. I'd be like, damn, I feel bad for you. You know, I'm sorry. Like I, I truly feel bad for you that you have this much hate in your heart that like you're so focused on me that you forgot all about you. Cause that's what people like to do. People like to use social media. They like to use. Uh, tactics like that, like attack tactics to, to distract everything from 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 them, you know. Like yeah. Also social media. They're projecting. Movies, shows, video games, drugs, uh, going out. It's all to distract from having the real conversation inside of and, you. Yeah, and and I think the best thing is also realizing when people are like that and distancing yourself from them completely. Mm -hmm. You know, getting away from people who don't fall in line with your ideals or your beliefs and things like that. And even if it's someone that, you know, you've been tight with for a long time, time doesn't matter because like everyone says, you can have someone that you met a month ago treat you better than someone that you've known for 20 years. Yeah. And it's, you need to realize, you know, and when it comes to also thinking for yourself, realize that you have the power to control who you surround yourself with and it'll be, it'll lead you to difficult decisions, but in the end, it shouldn't be difficult for the simple fact that it's what's best for you. That's what I want for everyone to take away from this episode. I want everyone to understand that you have the ability to create change and enable it and enact it. And I hope that, you know, with my friends here, you know, that this conversation has been enlightening. It's been interesting. And, and also, if, if it could, even for a little bit, just kind of take your mind away from things and just allow you to let your mind roam. That's what I want, and you know, thank you guys so much for being out here, bro. Oh, yeah, thank you. Shit, like, I love you guys. Um, th this is this is what life is about, man. Giving people a voice. You know, it's it's not Leveling so it, not not everybody, you know, that has a voice has a voice that they're projecting with good intent or for the right reason. So, no, thank you guys, and uh, follow the show. Add hear him out on Instagram. Like, rate, comment, subscribe, and. If you enjoyed, I hope you're back for more. Love y'all.